Hey guys, welcome to the podcast Bridged. I'm your host, Daryl Porter, and I look forward to working with you in attempts to bridge the gap between K-12 education and industry. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast Bridge. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 11 on the Bridged Podcast. I am super excited for you to hear our guest this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you are listening, our guest, Vernon Wright. We had a phenomenal conversation. This is going to be very encouraging, and I hope that you are ready to take copious notes, as he would quote. And before we get into the interview, I would like to just read a little bit about his bio. Vernon Wright at the Right Leader, therightleader.com, zeroapologyzone.com founder, is an entrepreneur, speaker, life coach, consultant, and leader. He has over 15 years of experience in education working in large urban school districts and has previously served in the roles of teacher, teacher leader, campus leadership team member, and district-level support. Vernon has shared his experiences as a speaker numerous times over the years at the campus, district, regional, state level, and beyond, garnering acclaim and accolades from recognized industry leaders and colleagues. He has even impacted educators on a global scale with his message reaching people from afar, including Croatia, Qatar, India, and Africa through the Global Ed Tech Academy sponsored by Microsoft EDU. Vernon has brought his unique style and combination of insight, storytelling, experience, humor, authenticity, and epiphanies to audiences for years. He knows that real change begins when we're engaged in learning within our hearts and are committed to creating a vision for future impact. Vernon has established presence on Twitter and other social media at the right leader, W-R-I-G-H-T leader, across all platforms, and has unabashedly stands as a voice for the people with zero apologies, zeroapologyzone.com. He is committed to a life of elevating others with a relentless focus on informing minds and touching hearts around the globe. Now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Mr. Vernon Wright. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Episode 11 of the Bridged Podcast. We are attempting to bridge the gap between K-12 education and industry. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super excited to have this guest. You heard his bio just a little bit ago. Let me reread it. Vernon Wright, therightleader.com, zeroapologyzone.com founder, is an entrepreneur, speaker, life coach, consultant, and leader. And I am super excited Humbled and blessed to have him on the Bridged Podcast. Before I introduce him, I do want to let you know that both of us are encouraging you to get ready for some deep dialogue. I'm I'm quoting his tw- uh, his tweet that he tweeted out a couple uh, a couple of uh, nights ago. He said, "I feel some 
epiphanies and copious note-taking moments coming on. So if you're not ready, you better get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Mr. Vernon Wright. Vernon, thank you so much for being on. Well, wow, what's an honor. What an honor this is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, you know that when you come into the space of a Dr. Porter production effort, ladies and gentlemen, that is, I believe the young folks say, doctor, it's time to turn up. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I am humbled. I am honored to be in the thought space with you. And for this episode, I believe you said, doctor, it's episode 11. I and Dr. Porter, we invite you. Did I say invite? Yes, I did. We invite you to be thought partners with us on episode 11. And as thought partners, let me just say this right now. We commit to pour into you. Are you committing to come into this space and receive as our thought partners? Man, it's all about learning and growing and making yourself a better person, making yourself a better educator. And the reason why you're listening to this podcast, I hope, I pray, is that because you are in this space and you are ready. So let's get at it. Now, Vernon, our listeners know a little bit about me. I've, I've thrown that out there in episode one. Why don't you do this? Why don't you tell so that we can get in this space properly? We got to get to know you. Why don't you tell those who don't know you? I would imagine that there's not many that don't know you, but tell us who you are. Who is Vernon Wright? Tell us your story. Yeah, Vernon Wright, at sign, the right leader across all social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Clubhouse. Yes, and if you are a gamer, I am at sign, the right leader as well on Discord and Xbox Live. As the young folks say, you don't want me on Madden or NBA 2K or any of the other 2Ks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, notice how it is unified across all social media platforms. There's a little branding tip for you right there. Uh, entrepreneur, speaker, life coach, uh, leader, consultant, started out many, many moons ago, undergraduate degree in business administration, economics and finance was in the business world for a while, got to a point in my career where they said, you know what, Vernon, to go to the next level, you need an MBA. Wasn't real jazzed about getting an MBA, decided to jump over into education. And I tell people that my, my plan back then was what I call the 20 year plan. I was just going to go ahead and teach for 20 years, retire, and then go off and, and do whatever my next thing was, my next hobby, my next business venture was, right? And uh, got into it about two or three years and uh, started getting approached about this thing called leadership. And uh, if there are those of you out there that are, I, I won't say old, we say classic or seasoned. Yes. If there are those of you out there that uh, are fans of 80s music, there was a band called Flock of Seagulls. And they had this song called I Ran. And that was my theme song back then because I ran from anything that was leadership. I ran from any, anything that I was, I was, I was approached about leadership. And then, but how many of you know that uh, God places angels in your life? And, and I had an angel in my life and I was working at this school. It was a high school, an urban high school and uh, fairly big high school, you know, maybe not big in, in, in some modern day terms, but about 24, 2,500 students at the time. And uh, there was an angel in my life and she was a principal to turn around this school. And she said, Mr. Wright, you need to be in leadership. And uh, what she didn't know was that 
my late father, who is now in heaven, he was speaking to me about the same thing. And how many of you know that are watching this show that when people start speaking about the same thing and those people have never met each other, it's not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's not a happenstance. It's destiny. And then I got into leadership, did some wonderful things, had some opportunities there at the campus level, and then went into district support. Interestingly enough, though, when I started doing at the district level many, many moons ago, professional development, of course, we call it professional learning these days, that is what really uh, was the foundation and the birthplace of my consulting and speaking. And so uh, as I have continued to go ahead and go through those different levels, I have looked to scale and reach individuals not only at the local area, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, the state level as well. I have uh, been fortunate to go ahead and uh, cross paths with individuals in Austin, Texas, the state seat, and of course, nationwide and internationally. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, so humbled and honored that it has brought me back here to this episode, episode 11, tonight. Man, we are excited that you are here, not not because of where you've been, but where you're going. And so there, there, you, you've got a vision. You you continue to to drive towards that vision, and and we're excited to kind of just be a a little piece of that. But I do want to honor and I do want to recognize where you've been because you've been you've been a lot of places. Uh, talk to us about your international travels i i noticed you know on your bio you've you've been to some 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 pretty uh pretty far places tell us about what brought you there yeah so you know a really really cool project that uh and shout out to q if you guys are following them on twitter that's at sign c-u-e-i-n-c uh q out of california primarily based in the california nevada area and uh, have worked with those individuals for a while. And um, they, at the time, about a year or so ago, uh, came into contact with this little organization you guys may or may not have heard of called Microsoft EDU, mm-hmm. their educational division of Microsoft. Of course, if you're a fan of Flipgrid and Wakelet and some of those other things, you know, those are products of Microsoft EDU. And so, uh, especially Flipgrid. Flipgrid is absolutely just a wonderful tool that's out there. If you haven't connected with the folks, I know we're not talking about EdTech here, but Flipgrid is so much fun. Connect with it. And um, we created this thing, Q did, and me as a part of the Q team, the speaker team, along with Microsoft EDU, we created this thing called Global EdTech Academy. And we had this vision a year ago to create this professional learning academy that offered a variety of things, not just technology, but talking about the art and the science of teaching and how we engage individuals across cultures, across languages, across ethnicities, across all of the different things that maybe we would look at as as ways in which we would see each other to reach people literally in so many different places for me. So honored to have been able to virtually travel to and speak to people in Qatar, in different parts of the Middle East, in Croatia, in so many other places around the world. And ladies and gentlemen, I must tell you, 
as a young man that that spent part of his time as a very, very young man growing up in an apartment complex here in the Dallas area, an apartment complex that is so impoverished that at one point in time, and I still remember it, I had some of my Christmas toys stolen. Hmm. And to be able to see and to think and to look at where I have gone now, I'm so humbled, so very, very humbled. And I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to my mom. Uh, we, we call her in social media channels, Mama Wright. Uh, shout out to her because she would always tell me coming up, never despise the days of small beginnings, ladies and gentlemen. And so I just want to say this right now, Dr. To the folks that are listening to this, you may say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not Dr. Porter. I'm not, I'm not Vernon. Uh, they're big stars. They're this, they're that. I want to say this to you, ladies and gentlemen, you're a big star right now. Mm-hmm. But the question I'm going to ask you is, have you given yourself permission to share it with the world? Man, and that's such a, that's such a, a, a huge thought because we were talking a little bit, kind of, kind of pre-recording, we were talking about just surrounding ourselves with, with, with those that, that want to do great. And I think we all want to do great, but, but sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to do great. And so, so man, that, 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 that's such an impactful, impactful thought that, that, that you just had. Yeah. And I want to say this because people would say, well, you know what, Vernon, and, and I've been around a lot of people that, that would say, you Vernon, I'm, that's not me. I'm a behind the scenes person. And, and you know, and if that's you, I understand, but I want to say something to you though, right? I want to say something. I want to, shall I say, introduce something into your thought process, because again, what did we say, doctor, coming into the space? We said that, you know what, episode 11, we're inviting you all, the listeners, no matter what time zone you're in, no matter what language you speak, no matter where you are, no matter what time of the day you're listening to this podcast, we're inviting you to be our thought partners on this journey. This journey called what? This journey called episode 11. And so I want to go ahead and say to you, really this thing, you might think, you know what, if if I were to to try to want to share that with other people, I, uh, that that would be just putting myself out there. I want to be very kind of humbled and, and behind the scenes. But I would say this to you, to not share your knowledge would be one of the most selfish things you could do. Yeah. Yeah. But to take that step and to share it with others is one of the most selfless things you can do. And shout out to my friend, Tim Cavey, up there in Canada, Teachers on Fire podcast, episode 109. I was on there with him uh, almost two years ago. And one of the things I said back then on that podcast, and I'll say it here on this episode 11 as well, thank you all for being on this journey with us. You are our thought partners, and we do not take that lightly. We cherish that thought and that concept is simply this. There are many people that have questions, and you're the answer. Yeah. So are you going to go ahead and leave the people with their questions unanswered? Man. And, and, and think about it like this. Unapologetically. Put yourself out there unapologetically, and and, and I kind of stole that from you because you are the founder of ZeroApologyZone.com, and and you know perusing perusing through this website, you, you you see these products that believe, study, hustle, manifest, repeat. Talk to us a little bit about where you came up with that. 
how we can connect it to to our own personal growth. Absolutely. What a pleasure, what a privilege, and what an honor to share with you really what is the essence of ZeroApologyZone.com. We were talking about this before we hit uh, live, before we went live with you all again on this episode 11. We were talking about this concept of branding, right? And I want to tell you all that you know, of course, shout out again to Mama Wright and shout out to my father that's in heaven. I love you. I know you're looking down on me right now and you're shining your face upon us all. I feel your presence. I thank you for all that you did in my life and the inspiration that you continue to be for me as a game changer. And I literally started the company from my kitchen table. If any of you have heard the story of Dave and Shelley Burgess, where they started Dave Burgess Consulting literally from their kitchen table. And in some ways, our stories are similar. And I know there are many of you out there that might be listening to this saying, wow, how did you know that I have a business that I'm starting or i am been thinking about starting a business from my kitchen table? And I was sitting here uh, one day with my mind on my vision and my vision on my mind. And some of you may get that reference. If not, that's okay. <laughs> but I will tell you all this, that uh, I was looking over my life. How many of you know that the next level in our life and the next levels and the victories that we have obtained and that we have lived out have really started to some extent in some places in these moments of introspection and reflection. And as I was sitting there with my mind on my vision and my vision on my mind, the vision that was birthed within me this is what I knew. I knew that I had to give birth to that. And giving birth to that, I sat there and I thought, you know, well, Vernon, what, what, what has the process looked like in those challenges and those victories when you were the underdog, when you were counted out, when you were, when nobody thought you had a chance, when you were this in this part of your professional life and you were this in this part of your personal life, how did you do that? And, and I sat there and I thought, well, you know what, in, in my moments of reflection and prayer, number one, it, the foundation was I had to believe. I had to believe. And so I want to say to you right now, if you're listening to this and you would say, you know what, I don't want to say anything publicly, but I came to this podcast, Vernon, running on fumes. How many of you have driven your cars and you said, you know, I need to get some gas. And by the time you get to the gas station, you're like, I don't know, I made it here because I was running on fumes. You may have come to this podcast running on fumes. And so I want to say this to you. The number one thing is to believe, but to believe is not enough. You would say, what, Vernon? To believe is not enough? No, it is not. To believe is not enough. But then here's what I, here's what I, here's what I realized, doctor. Here's what I realized. I realized that once I made a commitment to believe, and how many of you know that there are three levels of commitment? Great place to take notes if you've not taken notes already you know that you do not come into this space, this podcast, without being ready to take copious notes. We gave you the warning before. Didn't we give them the warning, doctor? Before We gave it to them. We gave it to them. And it's gonna, we're going to continue to, to feed it to them. <laughs> right? So we gave you the warning, right? And it is this. There are three levels of commitment. At one point in my life, I was interested. The next level above that, I said, you know what, Vernon, it's time to get committed. And that was pretty good. That was pretty cool. But people have asked me, you know, Vernon, you, you, you've you been so blessed and, and uh, so just privileged and fortunate to do so many great things. How did you have that ascension? How did that take place? How did the rise begin behind the scenes? And simply what I tell them is this one thing I'm going to tell you is the juice. And if you're familiar with kind of uh, pop culture and, and, and some of the vernacular 
the juice means the power. And so simply, I was interested and I was committed. But the third level doctor was this, I became beast mode committed. So I want to ask the individuals out there, are you beast mode committed? Now let's go ahead and get back to believe, study, hustle, manifest, repeat. And so once I believed, I said, well, you know what, Vernon, the next thing I need to do is to be a person that takes action, right? But how many, how many of you know that, and of course we know this doctor, you and I do, having spent many, many, many uh, moons in the world of uh, back then, professional development, now professional learning, not only having been facilitators of that, but having gone to numerous conferences around the country, right? Uh, we know that you go to a conference, you get pumped up and you come back to your district, you come back to your locale and you want to do some really great things, right? Right. But you don't necessarily what, know what to do next. And so really the next part came in, which was to study. And what I found out was this, is that next level people, and if you're taking notes, understand if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, play this episode back later on, always be safe. But if you're able to take notes, I'm going to drop another pro tip on you right here. I realized that people that were consistently next level people were people that studied. Let me say that again. People that were consistently next level people were people that were studying and maybe not studying in the context that you would think of, which is, you know, let me crack open a book and let me study this. Let me say that sometimes maybe yes, but they were they were students of two things. Great place to take notes again. They were students of successful people and they were students of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm going to connect that to something I heard. So my superintendent, phenomenal leader, Dr. Michael McFarlane, you, 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 you know him, uh, yes. many, many people listening know, n- knows him. And so I'm going to connect that same thing. So, so you're, you're in a constant state of learning. You're in a constant state of, of picking up on, on what others do. And one of the things that I've mentioned on my previous podcast is that, you know, when, when, when you are a great, leader, the way you become a great leader is by surrounding yourselves with great leaders. And that's that's through constant learning and constant studying. Um, but also understand this, you are um, you are you you are working towards your next step, whether it be uh, in in life or or in your career. So Dr. McFarland, you know, would always say that you're always on interview. Don't turn it off. You're always on interview. And so continue to study, continue to 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 learn from others, continue to humble yourself and make sure that that you are are doing what it takes to get to that next level. But also always remember people are watching you. People are watching how you study. People are watching how you learn. And so that that just kind of kind of reminded me as I was in a meeting with him uh, this morning um, and he mentioned that you're always on interview. Absolutely. And 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 shout out to Dr. McFarland. Great man, great individual. And I'm privileged to uh, have had those moments of deep dialogue and conversation with them. Thank you, doctor, sending a salute to you. Thank you so much for how you are inspiring all of us. And we'll continue to do that in the future. And and so really kind of taking really what you have shared, which is, which is just an absolutely, and I'm telling you folks, we have not scripted this. This is absolutely organic. This is, this is kind of like when you go to Whole Foods or Sprouts and they say 100% organic. This podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is 100% organic. No artificial sweeteners, preservatives, or artificial flavors. This, right. is, this is all natural right here. Episode 11, ladies and gentlemen. We, we should have a subtitle for it called All Natural. 
But <laughs> but once but once we believe and we study and we're really in that mode, like Dr. McFarlane is saying, where I'm always priming myself for the next epiphany. Let me say that one again. I'm always priming myself for the next epiphany. Uh, if any of you have ever operated a lawnmower, you know that a lawnmower, of course, the old school ones, they have a little button on the front that you have to push to prime the fuel, to get the fuel moving so when you start it, the, combust the internal combustion works, right? Uh, so we're always priming our mind, our spirit, and our soul for the next epiphany. Or in other words, as a mentor of mine says, I'm continually in a state of expecting and anticipating an epiphany. Let yeah. me say that again. I'm continually always in that state of receiving, sometimes we call we would call them an aha moment or an epiphany all of the time. Now, once I believe and I study, you might say, okay, Vernon, that's great. I've invested my in my own beliefs, I believe, and I've studied. What next? Believing that great things can happen, studying to see how great things can happen, I then hustle to take action on great things happening. So in other words, sometimes you will hear people use this term, especially in business, sweat equity. So I have to hustle, right? Yeah. Now, once I hustle, those that are in the school business that are listening to this, you're, we, we are certainly uh, familiar faces and familiar voices to you, but those that maybe are listening to this and you would say, you know what, guys, I came into this space and, and not really sure how I did, but I'm not in education. Is there something here in episode 11 for me? Absolutely. And here it is right here. Once we hustle and we show some success, we get some traction, we see some progress and other people see progress. What are people naturally drawn and attracted to people that are making progress? Now, I'm going to say this to you, sir. Doctor, you, you of course, have, have spent many moons uh, in campus leadership in various phases and roles. When you've had successes at your campuses that you've been at, what if people come and ask you, how did you do that? What did you do? Right? Absolutely. Right. So then there comes the next part, which is to manifest, but not only manifest with results, there's the last part, which is to repeat. So in other words, once we're able to bring joy in people's lives through the spaces and, and methods that we have that are an extension of our talents and gifts, our moral obligation, I'm going to tell you folks just here right now, I'm going to, I'm going to drop an I word on you. It's an imperative. The imperative for us is to stop and think how can we reach more people? And that's the repeat part. If you've seen me speak in different uh, conferences and different places when I've been consulting, those of you that are listening to this that, that have heard me speak in different places before, so honored and humble to have come uh, before you uh, and to have shared really what I'm getting ready to share now on this podcast. So for those of you that have heard me say this before, this is refreshing. For those that you that have not heard it before, this is a new learning three levels, connect, impact, scale. Let me say that one more time, connect, impact, scale. So when I'm operating from this place in my soul and my spirit and my heart, where, where, and my mind, where I'm really operating from a very authentic, organic place. How many of you know that you look in the mirror and you say, I'm the real me, right? 
when I'm operating from that place and I'm in dialogue and I'm engaging with people, I'm making authentic connections around what I call community. Community is this, not just where you live, folks. Community is this, whether physical or virtual, great place to take notes. My working definition of community is this, common spaces, common values. Yeah. Common spaces, common values. Now, once I do that, I make an impact. I add value through my talents and gifts. Once I bring people joy through my talents and gifts, people, please hear me when I tell you this. When I share with you that when you add value to people's lives, you bring joy to their lives through your talents and gifts, the next thing to do is to hit the gas pedal and floor it and ask ourselves in community, common spaces, common values, how can we reach as many people and bring them joy too? Yeah. Well, you are a true trainer of trainers. You can tell it in your passion. You can tell it in your voice. You can tell it in your knowledge and experience and expertise. And I imagine that people are sitting there and taking copious notes whether that be on their phone, whether it be pen and paper, old fashioned as we would call it, or just committing it to memory. The, the good thing about this podcast and every podcast that you're on is that it is archived. It is, it is available at any, any point that you are available. And so um, with, with, with that, I, I want to get your perspective. Now, you've trained people all over the state, all over the country, and all over the world. And you train them to make impacts in students' lives. And so I want to just focus in on one small way that we can make an impact on students' lives and other people's lives. In your opinion, Mr. Wright, how do we bridge the gap between K-12 education and industry? Here's what I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the reason why in your circle your professional and personal circles, we need to have people that see things maybe from different perspectives than we do. I had a mentor share with me, doctor, many, many moons ago, and I would love to share it with your listeners and your audience here tonight on episode 11. Please do. He, he shared with me, and thank you so much, doctor. What a privilege and an honor, and what a wonderful show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have not reached out to individuals, your friends, your family, your colleagues, other people you know in different spaces, professionally and personally, to get connected with this podcast, do it now. And I'm going to tell you, in a world and in an age where so many different people uh, want to put a premium or a cost to engage with and to get information and to access information, here are the great Doctor is right here making this available to you at zero cost. What a wonderful gift and what a wonderful way for you to pay it forward. I will say this here. Here's a little pro tip. Of course, you know, when you listen to this podcast on different social media or different uh, podcasting platforms, there's typically a little button there that says share this link, right? And what a wonderful tip this would be and what a wonderful thing this would be for you to make someone's day. Pick someone that you haven't talked to in a while, someone that means a lot to you, and tell them simply this. Send them a text and say simply this. I was listening to this podcast today, 
And it reminded me of you and how grateful I am to have you in my life. And I wanted mm -hmm. to share this with you. Hit send. Man. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boom, you've just paid it forward. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, very, very, very powerful tip right there. Now, let's go ahead and shift into the question that you asked. And really, I want to say this. We talk a lot about, you know, really getting students prepared, quote unquote, for the real world. But one of the things that I really wonder is as adults, and is it okay, doctor, if I get a little authentic with the audience? Please do. Please do. I, I want to really ask this question. We, 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 and really it's a rhetorical one that I want us all to really kind of navigate and walk through together, dare I say, hand in hand. We often talk about getting students ready, quote unquote, for the real world, but do we as adults know what the real world is? Hmm. So if hmm. we don't necessarily know what the real world is, that's probably a point of reflection. As an old principal of mine used to say back when I was an aspiring leader, this has brought us to a decision point. And she used to say that, and, and uh, I, you know, and I use that term now, Many years later, she has long since retired from the business, was, was a leader at many different levels for, for a while. But it's brought us to a decision point. And so what we have to understand is this. And, and you know, we talked about this before we went live here again on episode 11. Share it, pay it forward with this episode and make a difference in someone's life. The answers that they've been uh, seeking and the questions that they've had you don't know. It could be this episode. This episode could be their game changer. But, you know, I really want to say this. Before we can have clarity for others, we need to have clarity for ourselves. Yeah. So before I can have clarity for students about what the real world is, before I can have clarity for their families about what the real world is, before I can have clarity with members of the community about what the real world is, I need to have clarity for myself. Now, it's kind of interesting because going back to my graduate school days in, in leadership school, uh, aspiring leadership school, right? We used to talk about stakeholders and not only internal stakeholders, but external stakeholders. So if you're in the school business and you're in any position of decision making, be it at the campus level or the district level, state level, regional level, uh, or even beyond, I want to ask you this question. We talk about external stakeholders, but how many times do we as external stakeholders, internal stakeholders, get an opportunity to dialogue with external stakeholders? And I'm not, and, and, and it's nice to have career days. It's nice to have career fairs. That's great. That's awesome. But that's a cursory move. Is there anything very much like those of you that have sat in PLCs over the years, uh, disaggregating and aggregating data? Is there a deep dive with yeah. what the real world is? What, what is, doctor, what is, the, what is the deep dive so that when I find out what the real world is, I can speak from a place to students that don't have that opportunity because let me say this here real quick for anyone that is in that space of, of getting students ready for the real world, especially those that are in the CTE world. The door and the path and the connection to the real world for students, especially in different industries is you. Yeah. 
that's you. You're the connection. We were talking about this earlier. You're the linchpin. You're the person that is a path that is able to say to them, hey, if you ever wonder what this is about, let me tell you what this is about. If, if you're a person that says, uh, a student says, I wonder what the world of auto body is, to be an auto body person. If you as the person do not really know what's happening with best practices and current practices in the world of auto body, you're not able to go ahead and be that connection and that pathway for that person to go ahead and advance and to continue. So educators, we must understand that the next levels in our lives do not always reside within the traditional confines of education. Sometimes mm -hmm. we've got to go beyond. We've got yes. to go outside. That's right. That's right, man. And, and I'm super pumped that you said that just because we were talking about this pre-show, um, you know, my transition into the CTE world. Sometimes we find that these these professional developments that that are created by districts, they're not necessarily built for those in specific trades. And so those in specific trades need to learn about those specific trades and they need to get to know the industry portion of it. And they need to get to know the current industry portion of it, not what used to be 20 years ago. They need to know how that industry is operating currently. And so, man, you, you, you make a great point with, with understanding your role, understanding the end game and, and being able to communicate and connect it, man. I, yeah. And so I just want to share this too, with your audience to, to really add additional value, right? And, and simply it's this, what a mentor asked me many years ago, he said, uh, uh, he really made a statement and then asked me a question. And I, and I want to share that with you all here again on episode 11. Great podcast. What a phenomenal experience. So humbled and honored to be with you. And he said with me, he said, he said to me, he said, you know what, Vernon, there are three places that you can be in your professional life and in your personal life. And I said, okay, sir, wh wh what are those three places? He said, you can either be behind the curve, at the curve, or ahead of the curve. Hmm. And then he turned around and he asked me, he said, so where are you at right now? And so what I want to go ahead and ask the individuals that are listening to this, whether you're in education, whether you're in business, whatever sector you are in, whatever your current mode or your current level of operation, whatever it was even today, I want you to ask yourself, you can ask other people their opinion. But let me tell you something, folks. Clarity doesn't start with other people. Clarity starts inside of ourselves. Right. And then we can add to that clarity in community with other people. Again, community, my working definition, common spaces, common values. But really, what level are you at? What place are you at right now? Are you at the curve? Are you behind the curve? Or are you ahead of the curve? And I really want to add this question as well. We might have some instructional coaches out there or some campus administrators that, that really deal a lot with questioning and the power of questioning. And I want to go ahead and add a little, another little value added piece here for those that are listening, if you fall within that realm. And it's one of the things that I do in life coaching. It's a great question. And simply it's this to really get people to think about what's my next action What's the next right thing? And I simply ask them this, doctor, what would need to be in place in order for that outcome to become a reality? Let me go ahead and repeat that question again. What would need to be in place 
in order for that outcome to become a reality. So the next time you're in a meeting and you're asking a question about, you know, how do we bridge this gap between K-12 and, and CTE and the real world is to simply just ask that question, what would need to be in place? And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, here is what is so phenomenal about that question. And, and I will share with you how I've used it so many times in so many different spaces. Even when I've told people that I'm going to ask that question, and then I ask the question, their brain still naturally starts to think about what would we need to have in place? It's a powerful question because it ushers us into what is the next action step? Now, before I come to that, what do I need to have? Bringing it back to zeroapologyzone.com and really what is our mantra and our logo and really our brand. I have to believe and I have to study because if I don't believe and I don't study, I don't know what I'm believing in when I'm taking action. And if I don't study, I don't know what I'm taking action on. Because how many of you know, you can, t you, you, can, you can do a whole lot of action. And at the end of the day, be absolutely fatigued and worn out and say to yourself, I don't think I really accomplished anything. Yeah. So we want to be very intentional and deliberate. People that are next level people, folks, are intentional and deliberate people. Yeah. And we talk about we talk about working hard and working efficiently. And and there's a difference between the two. And so you 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 mentioned that earlier. It's it's yeah, you're going to have to work hard, but if you're working hard for the sake of working hard, then you might as not you might as well not be working at all. And 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 so just make sure that that you're in that space where your work is efficient, your work is relevant, and your work is 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 taking care of what needs to be taken care of. So with that, Mr. Wright, we could talk for hours. We could talk <laughs> for hours. And, and matter of fact, I'm gonna have to keep I'm gonna have to keep you as a regular on here because I know that there's so much more insight that we need to we need to extract from you. Um, but I do want to close it out and I do want to 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 just just thank you for for being on. You mentioned something earlier um, about and, and I'm I'm I appreciate what you said about me and, and, and hosting this podcast, but I'm going to tell you what, it's not, it, it's easy to host a podcast whenever you have guests like yourself on here and, and really allowing you to tell your story and to be able to, to train others. And, and, and this is a timeless training. People can, can log on and they can press play whenever they want to. So I truly appreciate you for making this, this podcast a better podcast. And as we close out, I would love for you to tell others how to get a hold of you, tell them about your brand, tell them about where the websites that, that they can find you on, your product. Just just give yourself, you know, that 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 shout out. What what how can we get a hold of you? Well, well, let me go ahead and say this, folks, and this is a rule in branding. And if you're a person that's interested in branding, uh, which you need to be because everyone is already a brand, whether you realize that or not. I'm going to go ahead and say this, that before you really talk about your brand, you need to demonstrate value. Let me say that again. Before you talk about your brand, you need to demonstrate value. And so for me, really being on this podcast before we ever got to this part of the episode, 
uh, at the end. And so humbled and honored to be on here with you all. I truly, sincerely hope deep within my mind, my soul, and my spirit that what I've shared with you all has added value. And with that being said, for those that might say, you know what, Vernon, this was great. Would like to connect more with your work, with your brands. How can I get access to what you're doing and, and what you're doing along with your team? Vernon Wright, of course, across all social media channels, at sign the right leader, T-H-E-W. R-I-G-H-T-L-E-A-D-E-R. Also to the website, therightleader.com. You can see a body of work, a sample of my body of work, different places I've spoken at in person and virtually, and so many different things there in time where you can kind of connect with even more of my work. I want to tell you folks, literally, and I say this as someone who is a person who has coached a lot of people one-on-one -on -one and consulted with different organizations. If you go to therightleader.com and you just watch those videos, and those connect with those resources that are there. There is literally thousands and thousands of dollars worth of, of value at zero cost to you. Connect with it, go with it. If you would say, you know what, Vernon, this is great. Loved it. Love the value from, from your resources, your videos, your things that you provide and the podcast that you've been on and the things and the tips that you've shared, the pro tips and the free game. How can I get connected with your brand? ZeroApologyZone.com. Believe, study, hustle, manifest, repeat. It's on all that we do. And I want to say this. There's another thing and another sub-logo that we have within the company. And it says, never wait for permission to be great. Never wait for permission to be great. And I want to say this. If you want to connect there with those different things, T-shirts, hoodies, other products like that, because it's really an outward expression, just go simply to zeroapologyzone.com. If you would like to email me and you say, hey, Vernon, I'm interested in, in maybe getting you to come speak with my district, speak with our organization. Um, how could I do that? You can reach me, email V, the letter V, of course, first initial of my name, Vernon, and the first letter of my name, Vernon, uh, V at therightspeaker.com. And I'm on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course, for those that are gamers, Discord and Xbox Live, but also too, if you are on Clubhouse, at sign the right leader come on over and join me on clubhouse great deep dialogues there what an honor to be here in this space on this episode such an honor to have you here and guys gals go give him a follow reach out purchase some of his product support him support his vision support his brand um, and ultimately support yourself with that you uh, won't be disappointed. So once again, thank you, Mr. Wright. Thank you, Vernon, for, for being a part of this and, and, and just sharing a little bit of your knowledge. Thank you all for tuning in to episode 11 of the Bridged Podcast, attempting to bridge the gap between K-12 education and industry. Everybody be well, and we will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to my dad's podcast, Bridged.